This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Welcome and good evening, listeners. Um, can you believe it? Uh, I can hardly believe it, but we're on the last recording, a last program ever, hopefully not, of Intimacy. <laughs> Who knows if we'll get uh, to start again. But it, it fills me with a note of sadness, Suki. Yes. Because we have really had the privilege of seeing change in ourselves mm-hmm. and change in many, many people that we had interviewed. Exactly. And, uh, and that's a theme for us for this month mm. and is to reflect on all the changes that have been taking place mm-hmm. in our lives and the lives of others. Yes. Um, I haven't heard of specific change that had taken place directly as a result of this program, maybe. There has some change that had taken mm. place that we're not aware of. But um, certainly in our own relationship, there's been a lot of change mm. and we've learned so much. Hey, It's like almost 130 programs. Actually, we had made 130 programs. Today is the last one. And we had spoken to so many clergymen. Uh, we spoke to counselors, psychologists. We spoke to people that were in recovery, moving away from their addictions. And in it, I think the one word when we look back, what we could see was the change that mm, can happen yes, when yes. there's an addiction. And the hope, Suki. The hope. Mm. You know, in our program, as we said in the introduction, is about reality restoration and redemption in the face of addiction Mm. and that's addiction of any type of uh, thing and uh, to anything and uh, so we have seen how God is busy redeeming and uh, that is also a reality in our own life that restoration is taking place and will continue and that there is redemption if I can just think of how our relationship has been redeemed. I mean, at one stage, we were even considering divorce. Yes. Uh, because of... Not uh, even one stage, a few stages. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there were a few times that we mm. were considering divorce. Uh, I think I can think of two occasions where we had a therapeutic separation. In mm. other words, it wasn't just living apart from each other, but it was living apart with a purpose. We're a therapeutic purpose. Mm. And it's something we haven't really spoken about as far as I can remember um, on the program. Mm. But it's a possibility for people in addiction, instead of deciding to divorce, to live apart. And it's not, it wasn't even possible for us from a financial position mm. point to live apart. So I remember we lived in the same house, but we did not speak to each other. We said hello, we greeted each other, but we did not speak about any issues. We only checked in with each other mm. once a day mm. for 10 minutes, and we had certain conditions for that checking in. But during that time, you and me, we're with our therapists and mm. with our recovery programs working on our own recovery. Yeah. Because sometimes, and I think it's so important to share that with the listeners, while we're moving away from addiction, I mean, it's a, it's a long, long process. It's yes. not a sudden process. Mm, 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 mm. There can be so much, so many triggers 
And there's a time when it's better for each person to work on their own recovery and then to come back and work on the relationship. Yes. Yeah. And I think, therefore, this is an option. So, listeners, if you're in a position or you know about someone that's maybe considering divorce, talk to them about this option because if our therapist didn't share this with us, we would never, we never heard about mm, this. Mm, you hear mm. about people separating, but not a healing separation. Mm. So we called it a healing separation. We discuss it with each other. We put down exactly the parameters of how mm. it's going to look like, how long is it going to be, what are we going to do while it's mm. happening, and how, under what conditions we would get back together again. I think we set a, one of those times, we set a time of 90 days. Yes. And I think maybe about the 85, since about 85 uh, days, we we started seeing, oh, but our relationship is so much better. Mm. We could even cut it short by a day or two. Mm. Um, and that's what happened. And that is what the, the healthy healing uh, therapeutic relation a separation did for us. And we spoke about it in the previous program when we spoke to Crystal, when you asked him the question, what happens in people's relationships when there's recovery? And he brought a bit of reality and said that it's actually not always good. And I think we'd forgotten about that yeah. part. And so sometimes it gets worse before it gets better. Mm. Because especially if both parties are in recovery and both parties are working at change, it can get so confusing mm. because we're all used to certain patterns. And whenever there's a crisis, we revert right back into those the patterns. The old patterns, again. the old yeah. negative patterns. Right. You know, Sugi, I've witnessed a number of times that um, when one of the people that are the addict are in a program and they are working seriously on the program and their partner is not working at all and the partner is saying it's your problem you better solve it if you solve your problems our relationship would be better and that doesn't work and it doesn't work it doesn't and, work at all and i've seen um, guys progressing in their restoration journey and uh, the wife staying right there at the bottom and you can just see the image somebody staying at the bottom and the one busy recovering and restoring going, going up. further mm. and further away from that person and i know of at least one or two situations where it led to a divorce mm. Um, it's inevitable mm. because people outgrow each other. Yes. If, um, and that's often what happens if the one person gets better and the other person doesn't. And don't think, dear listeners, that if you're the one that's the partner of the addict, that you are the fine one because mm. we all have issues of our own. Yeah. And for any uh, relationship to get better, both parties need to look at themselves mm, mm. before they can really look at the relationship. Because um, what I bring, my issues, what I bring into the relationship affect both of us. Mm. And if my husband tries to fix me, that, as you know, that doesn't work because we get very angry and frustrated with each other. So the best is that we can focus on each other, on ourselves. On ourselves That's before right. we focus on our coupleship. Mm, hey. mm. Um, Suki, I'm just thinking back on our wedding, um, not specifically the wedding, but why we met. So when we met each other, I, I wasn't an identified addict at that point. Mm. But I think very, very subconsciously, 
Um, my dad was an ad, uh, alcoholic. Your dad was an alcoholic. And that drew us to each other. Mm. And so eventually I was the one needing, in abbreviated commas, fixing. Mm. And you were the one that was able to fix. Yeah, I because mean, I that saw was how it. my mom was fixing my dad. Not yeah. really, but how well, she tried to. Mm. Try to. And, and that is what we emphasize. Try to. Mm. So I was passive and didn't take responsibility eventually for my addiction. And you seem to have taken all the responsibility, not only for my addiction, but for our relationship. Exactly. And that and, doesn't work. And when, when it was at the height of my addiction, we just saw how, that, how devastating it was for our relationship. And this devastating phase wasn't just a month or two or three. I think at one stage it was years that we try to navigate and uh, tripping uh, each other up and uh, triggering each other into old patterns mm. uh, of, of relational dysfunctions and yes. communication dysfunctions. Mm. Mm. Maybe I'm also thinking, Frederick, that we were talking about how important it is to have a, a, a healing separation. And important to mention that all couples don't stay together. Mm. Sometimes it's just like that some people get in a position where they divorce, where there's just not easy. There's, they cannot work it out. And that and is especially, Suki, when there is abuse, mm -hmm. whether it's a, mm. emotional or physical abuse. Mm. Um, if there is abuse and it continues mm. and it does not stop, then it's best for either of the partners that are being abused to get out of mm. that relationship. Especially if one person changes and the other one refuses or the other person refuses to do their work and mm. there's just no getting better. Mm. There are no easy answers. We don't want to say in this relationship everybody will be able to restore their relationships yeah. because it's not reality. Mm. Mm. But after the break, listeners, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to continue to look at how you can move forward when this program is not there anymore. Where can you find help? Where can you find support? Because we're not the only people that can provide that to you. And so we're going to continue with that after the break. Frederick, before we, we get to the part of telling people how, what they could do when this program is not there anymore, I just want to <clears throat> thank God for, for keeping us together and helping us, redeeming our story yes. to the extent that we could have had this program. Mm, what a privilege, Suki. And mm. What a privilege to have this platform of K-Pulpit. Yes, and, um, very thankful. Yeah, so please, uh, if you are listening to this program, tell about your friends about K-Pulpit. Mm. And not only for our program, on our show, but the many that there are and mm. that are life-changing. And there are, there are other counseling shows as well, so mm. keep looking out for that. And. Yeah, I just also want to thank you, Frederick, for mm. all the hard work. You know, Frederick's been doing all the admin and it takes him hours every time to get all the admin ready for the programs. And uh, yeah, it's been very precious for us to do this together as a couple. Yeah. And Suke has been in radio before, so starting Intimacy was a first for me. So I want to thank you also, Suki, for uh, your experience and uh, your motivation and initiation um, of this program, Intimacy. 
Yeah, it's been really a privilege to give back lots of the experiences and to share it with other listeners and mm. um, and to give hope because I think in rec- when people when there's an addiction there's so much despair isn't yes. that so I remember I mean especially for Christians and that's why I also thank Cape Pulpit for making this program available because many Christian programs wouldn't even think about having a program on addiction for Christians yeah but the fact of life is that we are all human mm. and uh, we live in a fallen world mm. and there are many more people that are struggling with addiction than those who want to admit to the fact that that they are struggling yeah. and we need help especially if we are christians there's so much guilt and so mm, much shame, shame. Mm. I remember with you when your addiction came out when we were on the mission field, how hard it was for you. And as you explained in one of the previous programs, it actually fuels the addiction cycle, Mm. that shame. And so the moment when we can get to places where we can talk freely about our problem without shame and guilt, that's when we that that really helps us to helps to set us free. So uh, that brings me to another point. Some of the groups that can that can we can attend um, safe communities where we can find help. Um, so I'm I'm involved with Sex Addicts Anonymous, and I have been since 2013. And um, still continue- even though you've you've been clean for many yep, years, you're I, not I, an actual addict anymore, but you still I'm, go. I'm clean for five and a half years since a relapse. Mm. And um, but there are also other groups that one can attend. Um, you are you are leading up with COSA, co addicts, an online group that's available for any any mm. ladies who are struggling, their partners that are struggling with uh, with porn or sex addiction, or, or um, infidelity. Uh, you're welcome to contact us and get us on the internet. Um, and then we also involved with, we mentioned it in the previous program, we, we just want to mention it again for people that might not not heard, RCA. Mm, so RCA is a, a Christ-centered um, recovery program, if we can call it that. Um, so CR is what, what we usually call it. And it's a weekly meeting. Excuse me, I think you got CR and RCA confused oh, now. <laughs> yes, okay. So RCA is not Christ-centered. It's Recovery Couples Anonymous. Yes, um, apologies. Mm-hmm. So um, the Recovery Couples Anonymous they work also on a three-legged stool where each couple is each, busy. Each person in the couple. Uh, each person in the couple. I'm mixing things up. Each person in the couple is busy with their own journey of recovery from whatever they are suffering with, whether they are the addict or the co-addict. The partner of the addict. Partner Mm. of the addict. And then the third leg is them working together as a couple to improve their relationship. Yes, and that has meant so much to us. Mm, mm. I think, I don't know if that was just because we have been working so long in our recovery, but this is, in my mind, it's been one of the most helpful things. Mm, And mm. that group meets online on a Sunday afternoon at 4.30. And people are very, very welcome to meet, uh, to, to, to join us. It's also a 12-step program. Mm, so you can look it up on the internet, RCA, Recover, 
excuse me, Recovering Couples Anonymous, and um, they will have a list of the meetings that are available. Mm. And the other one that I started off with incorrectly was Celebrate Recovery, Suki, mm-hmm. and that is the one that I would also like to speak about. And um, and that is where my my restoration took an um, incredible upward curve um, of restoration, immense growth. And because they did not, uh, in, in CR, we don't only address the addiction, but it's anybody with a hurt, a hang-up, a habit, um, from smoking to a hang-up of anger or whatever, and it helps us to get to the root of what has brought us into the recovery rooms. And uh, that is why Celebrate Recovery is also a very, very uh, useful tool that we can use for recovery. Absolutely. And Friedrich, yeah, as we say goodbye, I, I just want to wish you, listeners, I know some of you might be the parents of an addict uh, that maybe hasn't, has, didn't want help, has been resisting help. Mm. And we hope that in some of these programs you could have learned more about that. We want to encourage you. These programs are still available for a while, but not very long anymore. We're not sure how long they're going to be available online as part of the Cape Pulpit website. Go back and look. There are programs where we specifically spoke about how you can help your child to get into a recovery program. And it's not going to help you to tell and nag him. That's not going to that's not going to do the mm, trick. Mm. But um, there is help. Um, and also for partners of addicts and then for the addicts themselves. So mm. it doesn't matter at what part of the, the recovery journey you are. We just want to encourage you and to say that change is possible. And I'm mm. going to read as we conclude from Rooted in God's Love, a book by Dale and Juanita Ryan. It says that change it's not easy. It's the hardest part of recovery. And often we resist change. We are angry that we have to change. We feel shame that we need to change. We're afraid that we will not be able to change. We know that there will be moments when we find ourselves saying, I can't do it. It's too difficult. But change is also the exhilarating part of the recovery. We don't have to live in bondage to our addictions. We don't have to run in fear from relationships. We don't have to live as if we're responsible for the world. We can learn serenity. We can find freedom. And we can experience love. God has given us the ability to change and to grow. Mm. God calls us to change. God gives us the perspective and discipline and encouragement we need. And as we open ourselves to God's work... God works within us to strengthen us, heal us, and make us new. Mm. May God surprise you with your capacity for change. Sure. Beautiful, Sugi. You know, just for in closing, um, I just want to reflect again as a final thing um, about what happened in our lives. You know, we went to a counselor when we were not too long married, and that counselor told us, we are like a square peg in a round hole. There's no hope for us. He didn't, it was a Christian counselor. He didn't even want to touch us. Mm, so we never went back to him. But 
when we can see how God is busy shaping us. So um, the word says, iron sharpens iron. Mm. And uh, we were busy sharpening and grinding at each other. So both of us had to be ground. So perhaps we don't any longer have a round hole, um, <laughs> that, but maybe it's oval or whatever, mm -hmm. and uh, the peg is no longer square. It is perhaps also more in the oval shape, mm. and now we are fitting together. Mm. And it was not a journey that just happened as we sat back and let life happen. Mm. It was a very intentional journey that helped us to grind on each other, to, to chip away uh, all these defects of character and uh, negative behavior. And it was God that ultimately changed us. Absolutely. Not we ourselves. We couldn't do it, hey? By His grace. Yes. So, listeners, if you want to get back to any of the podcasts, download it, send it to your friends. You can get it at Frederick Suki, one word. Oh, oopsie, sorry. Now, that's the email address, fredericksuki at, at kpulpit.co.za if you have any questions or any comments for us. And you can get the podcast at www dot kpulpa.co.za forward slash podcast forward slash into me see one word and now this time we cannot say till next time god bless Ooh. <laughs> may you have a wonderful journey of recovery whether yeah. you are the addict or a partner of an addict yeah. um, may your journey be filled with god's grace and with his blessing and may you experience change and with that into me see. Bye-bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.